welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast with all its bags packed and we're ready to go. I'm your host who's standing here outside your door, but not in a creepy way, Fuzzy Dan. And joining me today is a man who's leaving on a jet plane. It's Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we, sir? I am fine. They won't let me on the plane for a concealed knife up my bum. <laughs> Blade fist. <laughs> it makes it very hard to sit down. Yes. Um, it, it wasn't actually a, a, a bladed weapon. It was a copy of Blade on DVD. Um, <laughs> apparently, they don't like those things. <laughs> You're not allowed to make that. let that leave the country, mate. That's um, Everybody knows that. No. Concealed blades. I, I would have gotten a larger fine if it was a copy of Blade Trinity. Um, but thankfully, <laughs> it was just a copy of the original Blade. <laughs> a man with three blades? Oh, no. <laughs> What man would want to actually keep this movie on his persons at all time? Oh, God. (laughs) Yes, well, we're back once again. Uh, We are Shaking Not Noob. We're here to talk to you about the video games and all of the things around video games this week. Uh, We've got a couple of reviews to talk about. First off, first cap off the rank, there is a big piece of news item uh, that we wanted to discuss just briefly. Uh, It is all the stuff around Activision Blizzard. Um, You may have heard what's going on there. There's a a lot of things going on around uh, sexism claims, um, uh, all sorts of assaults in the workplace, lots of different weird things going on. We don't know a lot about it, um, so we're going to stay away from it today. (laughs) Um, But we do know that there has been, um, uh, their staff have walked out of the offices, there's big protests going on, all sorts of things happening. Um, safe to say it's a very complex issue and it's probably one that you should research yourselves online um, so yeah check it out uh, Activision Blizzard um, there are all sorts of things you know people calling for boycotts of games I don't know if that's necessary at this point but you know there is uh, a lot of things happening in that space so uh, definitely go online and read it there is so much information out yeah, there it's, um, it's, that you can read it for yourself and make your own decisions about it yeah it's 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 pretty yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've boycotted World of Warcraft. I was contemplating going back to World of Warcraft, and then I saw this and just went, mm. fuck this. No, I'm not giving Activision a single fucking dollar. Um, yep. so, yeah, there we go. Fair enough. That's, I mean, that, that is the response of a lot of people. So there is um, lists of games that people are interested in that kind of thing that are available. You can check out the games that you could avoid if you choose to um, after reading what's gone on there. It doesn't sound like a very nice workplace or a place to be. So, um, yeah, hopefully they get that all figured out and they go back to making games again, which would be awesome. Um, but, yes, moving on from that, let's talk about things that are awesome. Um, let's talk about the sales numbers for the Xbox Series X. And the PS5. Yes. Now, I don't know how they're still going up because I, I cannot find anywhere that's selling these things at the moment, but apparently they are still selling. Um, so the Series X and the Series S now are on the... They've got uh, 6.5 million units that they've sold, which seems astounding that, that's, uh, yeah, that they've managed to sell that many. Um, and the PS5 has managed to sell 10 million units. It's, so, it's insane. Uh, like I, I saw, I think it yeah. was today that um, that a retailer that rhymes with Big Mubbyu um, is <laughs> that had, like they had some very limited qu- uh, quantities of PlayStation Fives in stock, um, yep. and they were available, I think, online only, and they sold that relatively quick. Um, oh yeah. But uh, you know, another interesting thing as well is like people are just going into. Apparently, people are just going into. Big yellow and black retailers, also known as JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> um, I, I can't tell you that it's JB Hi-Fi, but of course you know it is JB Hi-Fi. Um, and they they go. <laughs> Let's just not say the name. That'd be good. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Top Gear, and it's it's it's. I, you know what it is, but I don't have to tell you. It's not Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> but um, people are going in to buy TVs, and the TV guys are going like, "Oh, so you know, what are you buying this for?" And the guy goes, oh, you know, when, when PlayStation 5s come back out, I've got a TV that runs it. And he goes, we've just gotten five in stock. They're not even on the shelves. Do you want one? It's like, it's, it's apparently, it's, you know, there is a high chance of you just being able to go into a retailer like that and just being like, have you got them? Yay or nay? You can even call them up and say, have you got them? Yay or nay? And then, you know, proceed from there. And they can put them aside for you, I think, for the rest yep. of the business day. It's it's really interesting. There's there's really interesting ways to get access to them now. I know um, Telstra, their local Australian mm. uh, mobile phone and internet people, um, they had a deal where they basically signed you up for a payment plan over the space of 24 months. You could get yourself an Xbox straight away and then pay it off in installments over 24 months. But you also got access to um, uh, Games Pass. 
So they, it's a really, and there was no option for you to go in and say, "I'd like to pay for it all up front." No, they want you locked into they a want contract you that service. Yeah, it's like there's no point. There's no, you're not signing up to a mobile phone or anything else. You're literally just getting an Xbox. So yeah, it's a bit bizarre, but that's what they've uh, they've decided to do for some people. So you can, I believe, still get them through there, or there may be a waiting list for it. I don't know, but yes, call stores, see what you want to do. Maybe if you can, if you've not got the current gen tech, get on board because it is a lot of fun. It is, yeah. I'm absolutely loving my uh, my Series X. I have you know, recently with tax returns, uh, I've been like, mm, do I get myself another gaming cockpit so my chair doesn't collapse on me? Do I get myself a? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've been contemplating getting myself a uh, a helmet for both a when I eventually get a motorcycle and b so I can wear it when we race Formula One because I will. Oh um, or- my. <laughs> or actually buying a, a PlayStation 5. But when I'm thinking about it, like, all I want to play is Ghost of Tsushima, and that's really it for the time being. Maybe Spider-Man. And I, I don't think it's it's worth spending $600, $700, including the game, just for one game. Well, the good thing is Ghost of Tsushima is on PS4, so that's totally fine. But there are a lot of very good next-gen games available now, so Ratchet & Clank's been a lot of I've fun. it's good, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that with uh, Little Fuzz. That's been a lot of fun. Also, this game that I'm just absolutely hooked on is uh, an action shooter roguelike called Returnal. Um, and, yeah, that's just amazing. It is it is the pure next-gen experience that I've been waiting for in a game, and it's just so, so good. Um, Dark Souls, obviously, the re- uh, sorry, Demon Souls, the, uh, the remake of that's been pretty good too. So th- there's a lot of good next-gen content that's available. Um, I think the really good thing about the games being released so slow for next-gen has meant that I got time to buy all of the accessories to it now. <laughs> So I've purchased myself the Pulse 3D headset um, for the PS5. I've got the charging dock. I've got, like, all the toys now. It's great. I've got all of the accessories. I think they did this deliberately, Diddy. You can never give me shit about my steering wheels. <laughs> look, you know, they're still a lot cheaper. That's that's fine. Although, you know, look, I'm just in that, that point now where I can't buy new games because there's no new games coming out. So I'm just buying new toys. I bought myself a tiny keyboard today. It's pretty cool. Um, so it's, for, for what purpose? For the for the computer. So I had I did have a full size Black Widow uh, keyboard from Razer. Yeah. So that's the full size thing. It's got um, uh, macro keys down the left hand side. Yeah. It's got a full number pad, macro keys across the top. It's massive, and it takes up ninety percent of my desk desk space. So I went, no, I need something smaller. So I've got myself a Huntsman Mini. Um, which is you know the same thing but one eighth its size, um, and <laughs> it's it's I'm gonna put a photo up for you to have a look at because it's ridiculous how small this thing is, um, but yeah it's 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 so weird because I've got giant fat fingers and I can't, I can't type on it yet so I'm having to relearn how to type which is <laughs> I, which is good I too did buy myself a new keyboard and mouse for any PC aficionados out there uh, I got the Rocat or the Rocket whatever the fuck you want to call it I say Rocat because it's R-O-C-C-A-T I say Rocat uh, Rocat Rocat is totally fine Rocket would be completely different yeah but the Yanks call it uh Rocket, because like, oh, no, 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 they call it the rocket or they call it the rocat. And I'm like, rocat. Get fucked. I'm just calling okay. it the rocat. It, it, needs, it needs the little fucking umlaut. Um, yeah, exactly. And then you can call it rocat or whatever you want to. It's rocat. It's a. It's, uh, that's how it's spelled. It's it's an incredibly white keyboard and mouse because I got it to match my thing. But uh, it's, a, it's a mechanical keyboard. It's got this lighting system called AMIO or AMO, A I M O, where the light will, like, you know, like, wave and change from like you know green to purple or whatever it is but it will slowly wave over into the mouse and then it will wave from the mouse ah. back into the keyboard uh and if you got yeah, like nice. the, the headset and the mouse pad that matches it actually all flows together um oh look i i had to stop myself getting a 120 dollars giant mouse pad with fucking yep. rgb on yep. it this is the problem that we have yeah this is the problem that we have now that we like there are no games coming out to buy we're just buying shit that we don't need should i spend 110 dollars on a mouse pad I, I i spoke to my wife about that and she went you literally just bought a mouse pad designed by your tattoo artist what are you going to do with that i'm like 
Ah, probably chucking on a wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I even looked at one and like that was too big for my desk. It actually went longer than my desk. That would take up every. It's so much. It's so massive. Yeah. The things that you can buy these days, the toys that you can get, is just great. So it's. Oh look, it's yeah. a great time to spend money. If you like spending money, <laughs> what a time to be alive! Indeed, quite right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of money, um, some of the other things that I have been doing lately, I have been catching up on a lot of my pile of shame, um, or my list of shame, as it would be in uh, in Steam, mm-hmm. and running through games that I should have played that I spent. You know, I went, "Oh, that's great! That's on sale for fifteen dollars. I'm going to buy it," and never played it. Um, so I started playing properly Hades. Oh, I've um, heard that's would- very good. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, though. Yeah, like uh, it's it's a uh, it's a dungeon crawly roguelike game, which is my new favorite genre. I've decided it's fucking amazing. Uh, action, lots of things going on. Um, it's all set around sort of Greek gods and the rest of it. You basically have to escape from Hades, and every time you die, you go back to the start again. And holy shit, is it fun! Um, the combat systems are really great. Um, the, the characters are all amazingly voice acted, and there is so much fucking dialogue in this game. It's crazy how much they must have recorded for it. So, yeah, it's really cool, and you sort of uncover bits of the story as you restart and go back through. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyable gameplay. So I'm, uh, I've been playing that the last couple of days and getting right stuck into it. It is, it is getting a little bit to, to you know, those times where you go, all right, well... What have I got to play that, you know, between new releases? You know, we've recently had yeah. Formula One. We have some new reviews to talk about today. Um, but it's just, yep. you know, it's it's between new releases. What do you go back and play? Um, and as well as, like, what Steam suggests. Um, sometimes uh, sometimes Steam suggests some very, very inappropriate games that I stupidly spent $40 on and then went, I can't do a video on this on all at all. Um, one, of, one of which is called... <laughs> well, see, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Now, this is your problem now, is that you've got one of those games in your library, so you are forever going to be suggested inappropriate games. Yep. <laughs> games you can't show your kids. It is. It is. It was... Uh, uh, Steam suggested it from... You played Subverse, so you might like this. And, I, I, you know, I've spoken about Subverse on this podcast. I've spoken about Subverse on my YouTube channel. So I went, fuck it, yep. what's this one? It's called Succubus Cafe. So I went, oh, I don't know. It's, it's 40 bucks. <laughs> what is it? It is. It's just a legit fucking simulator. It doesn't have any story or anything that I can't show. Sorry, how do you spell that again? How do you spell Succubus? <laughs> it's <laughs> Succubus Cafe. You say? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those games that I got this one. Oh no! I just went. Nope. 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 <laughs> where it's like it's it's Un- unclean. Unclean. It's, it's, it's not like you know Mass Effect or something where it's a game with sex. This is just the sex. Um, so I went near yeah, no. Uh, I also went back and uh, what the little history lesson for you, uh, little nerds and noobs out there. First time I met Fuzzy, he introduced me to a game called Broforce. Uh, oh yeah, I played it for all of maybe five minutes on his PlayStation. Completely forgot about it. Uh, as recently as about maybe two or three weeks ago, it popped up on Steam. Broforce, five dollars, man. Fuck yes, and absolutely I've been playing Broforce. I did a video on it. I've been streaming it, and uh, I think Kermit or Von Klaus on the stream popped up and said. I thought you don't like roguelike games. Is this a roguelike game? Yeah. How is it a roguelike game? Look, this is a this is a gateway roguelike game because you you progress and uh, as you die and you collect, you know, I think it's like prisoners or whatever. You collect you bros prisoners. and you unlock yeah, no. bros that give you lives. Yeah, but you unlock bros by rescuing prisoners, and that 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 number, despite you dying, still accumulates. So you go back to the start of the level, but you keep that number of, of people that you've rescued. So that's that's the general definition of a roguelike. You sort of have some progress in the game. You die. It's not permadeath, but you have to start over again. It's like that's purely how roguelike games work. It's a very simplistic version of it, but it's fucking fun to play. <laughs> That, that is correct. Bromando and <laughs> Brobocop and Bro Dread and oh my god, the character Alan Ripbro, so fucking good. Uh, I've been enjoying okay. the living crap out of that. Oh no! Look, it's it's a very fun game. There are some characters in that game though that MacGyver. are just uh, just almost impossible to use. Um, so they have well, it's not MacGyver, it's MacGruber. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's a Brogiver for starters. Um, oh yes, but yeah, he's he's. He's the worst. Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Throws the chicken. Oh yeah, fuck! Don't get me started. It's, it's on no the chicken. good. But like, it, it's, um, it, he's good depending the situation. But if you have him in the worst situation, you're fucked. <laughs> 
Um, there is the uh, the the lady from uh, Planet Terror. Mm. Um, Cherry, uh, what's her name? Cherry Broling. There you That's go. it. Um, and and <laughs> she has the uh, the gun for the, the leg. Mini gun for it's, the leg. It's so. Stupid. And she can only shoot down. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. But yeah, there are some really cool ones. I very much enjoy um, Blade. What's he Braid. called in here? Yeah, Braid. He's pretty cool. And um, and Brochetti is pretty good too. I liked Dirty Brory, where uh, he, he, of course, had the forty-four <laughs> Magnum, but after every six shots, he had to reload, but the, the bullet would go through multiple enemies. So, like, it would just be a spear yeah. straight line rather than, like, stopping when you, where you hit the enemy. And I'm like, this is fucking great. But it had that, the, the hindrance <laughs> of having to reload. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've I've been enjoying that and playing that. Um, I'm installing Battlefield Five or Vive again in anticipation for the new Battlefield game that's coming out very Ooh. soon, uh, as well yeah. as uh, SnowRunner because I've been watching a unhealthy amount of Top Gear and uh, in anticipation <laughs> for uh, the Grand Tour lockdown. Um, and we previously played it, you know, what a year ago, like like early last year, I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it was very much a it's a fun game, but it's also very much a Top Gear somewhat challenge simulator. Uh, and I think that, oh, yeah. I think that's it's it's you're still stuck inside, you still physically can't see people. So fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that. <laughs> hey, perfect time to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of cool games out there. I'm sure you're all working through your own piles of shame, uh, <laughs> trying to get through. It's a great time to do it if you're stuck inside doing nothing. Oh, as well, they've got um, they've just released uh, Flight Simulator for um, the next gen console. I did. Yes, it's uh, it's out on the Xbox Series X and S. It's on Game Pass as well. Um, yeah, I have been tempted to take a look at that, whether to play that with a keyboard and mouse or whether to play it with a controller. Or whether to try and use my steering wheel with it and see if that does anything. <laughs> I would like to see you try. Yeah, with your steering wheel. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's tempting. Don't get me wrong. Um, or as I'm sure you're going to do at some point, just purchase a whole fucking yeah you know, cockpit. I look. Yeah, I I want to get a Hotar stick just to play excuse me beg your pardon that's a rude language what the fuck do you call me um just (laughs) just to play star wars squadrons because now that i have a gaming pc i've i've toyed around or contemplated using a vr headset so i'm going to pinch my brothers uh and if i get a hotas flight stick i can basically do star wars squadrons in vr with a flight stick um, I, I apologise once again for Duty's use of language here. Um, I, I don't know what he's talking about with his flight stick, in inverted commas. Um, but you know, please just cut him some slack. He's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's called a hotas. It's a oh, it's, dude. It's language. It's got a, it's got a fucking it's, it's got an abbreviation. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I can't remember. The- then it must be rude. That's all I'm I'm taking away from this. Oh. Um, Hang on, hang on. Go, keep going. Hang on, what hang on, does hang on. Hotas stand for? Who does number two work for? <laughs> work for? Uh, Hotas is an acronym. Thanks, mate. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I'm glad we've cleared that up, Dirty. Thanks for that. Um, so moving on to our next bit. No. <laughs> I'm Googling. I can't find. Just just give me the... God, just give me oh. the answer. Okay. <laughs> While he's trying to find that, I'll do the ad read because we are brought to you today by Culture Shock Collectibles, the number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Um, If you've checked out anything online recently, you'll realise there's a lot of He-Man Masters of the Universe stuff happening. Well, more correctly, Master of the Universe. They do have a whole range of new uh, Master of the Universe releases uh, available. Hands on throttle Um, and stick. (laughs) Ah, there we go. Um, so yeah, so you can definitely check out all of that from the original series as well as the uh, the new version of that, that on Netflix. Um, we've also got uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff in there. Um, the, the guy with the flute knife, I think. Don't you be fucking dissing the Green Power Ranger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Um, there's also a bunch of Cobra Kai figurines. Um, so if you're really into old men and, and karate, um, check out the Cobra Kai figurines. I think I think that's probably a guilty admission right there. Is I I've I've seen scenes from the Karate Kid, but I've never watched the Karate Kid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just again, each just, week it's the, something new. It's something new. It's something else. Um, there's also and this is a thing I think Judy should get and see if it works. Uh, it is the um, the Batman animated series grapple gun. I, I did see that and I did contemplate it, but when that was, I think it was maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, it was like shown at a Comic Con or something like that, right? They showed yeah. the Batman grappling gun and I went, 
I might grab myself that. You know what was sitting right next to it, though, as a replica from Batman the Animated Series? What's that? Mr. Freeze's gun and goggles. And I went, I'm getting that when that releases. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, damn right. Um, one thing else that you should actually get, I think this would be pretty amazing for you. Um, you know how they do the uh, the replica helmets and stuff like Iron Man and all the yep. rest of it? Yep. Uh, they do have uh, a replica of the uh, Iron Punisher. Yes. When he's that, they've got that available as a helmet. I think you should get that if you're going to get yourself a helmet for uh, for streaming. Nah, because I won't be able to see through the eye slits in it. Like I, I need full. No problem. Vision. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. I know, I know you don't. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've already looked at a couple of helmets, but I want to go take a look at helmets in person. Um, but uh, speaking of, uh, I have recently, as of today, made a purchase with Culture Shock Collectible. I got the last one left in stock. Um, it is Bragged. a Mandalorian, the... Uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's, of course, Mandalorian, but it is the... Um, the oh what's the fucking metal made out of it's the chrome mandalorian outfit um okay the fuck what's it called beskar beskar that's it uh it's the (laughs) beskar mandalorian hot toy that comes with little grogu um and uh it comes with the flame effect to have the flamethrower coming out of his arm it comes with the grappling hook effect comes with the jetpack comes with of course him in his beskar outfit and comes with a little grogu um so i picked up the last one in stock Mm, pretty cool yeah so uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Got to find space to put it, but I'm pretty well, excited for that. Well, if you want to get stuff that is available, um, you can go to cultureshockcollectibles.com and check out all of their available stock. Duty may not have purchased it, so um, but you'd, I recommend getting in quick because he does like to buy stuff. Yes, there's a, there's a, there's a couple of cool things coming out. Uh, I think uh, with the, the big hype and shit around the Loki TV series, um, Michael has a handful, if not maybe one pre-order left of the Loki Endgame Hot Toys and that is considered to be like that's that's the Loki from uh, from the first Avengers film you know the big helmet and the cape and the big scepter and everything that oh, is yeah, considered yeah, yeah. to be the best Loki period when it comes to figures and stuff so if, mm. if you love Loki uh, and you want to get something that isn't a crappy outfit or him just wearing a beige suit it might be a last chance to get on it Okay, good uh, good recommend there. So yeah, cultureshockcollectibles.com. They've got all of your nerdy collectible needs. Um, now, let's talk about some reviews. Um, I'm going to jump in real quick first and uh, talk about the game that I've been playing or had played previous to getting addicted to Hades. Um, it is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword High Definition Remake thing. Um, it is, yeah, it's basically, okay, so look, if you haven't played this game before, it, it's Breath of the Wild, <laughs> but instead of using a controller like you normally would, you have motion-sensitive controls, so this is, it's a whole new way of playing playing Zelda. Now, originally this game came out on the Wii, U. Wii yeah, the Wii U, Actually, and no, they had... No, it might have been the, the Wii, the flat Wii. No, it was the Wii, yeah, yeah. And they basically had um, special connectors that fit onto the uh, the back of the controller, so they called it the Wii Motion Plus. The and it and basically meant that you could have in one hand you could swing your sword around, and the the, the you know the character Link would move his sword around and follow your motions. And in the other hand, you could use the shield, so you could actually fight like you were you know, in the game if it read your motions correctly, which. It sometimes didn't, um, but yes. Yeah, so they've <laughs> so instead of doing that, they've now um, made it available on the Switch, um, which is almost perfect for it. So you've got the two little Joy Cons that that kind of work if you don't crush them in your giant meaty man hands, um, and yeah, they it's essentially that you you play a Legend of Zelda experience, but every time you come into combat or do certain little puzzles, all sorts of things, you use the motion controls, and it's it's a fucking wild game. I'm just going to put it out there. If it was just, you know, a standard controller and you can switch to standard controls, but it kind of ruins the experience because it's like, say you go and watch a 3D movie, but in 2D, they, they design every or that experience to specifically be in 3D and seeing it in 2D, you just don't get that magic of it. Yeah. It would be the same here. Like you could play it with the regular controls, but you don't get the magic of what the game is uh, or what they were trying to achieve. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Because it's just like a, it, it's a generic Zelda game, but without 
what necessarily would make this one special. Look, I don't think it's even a generic Zelda game. Like, so the, a lot of the time, a lot of people uh, with, with Zelda and over the course of their, you know, their franchise, they had been accused very much of just going copy, paste, change a few names, you know, change some, you know, a few elements. Here's a new game. You know, it's like kind of slapping a new coat of paint on a game and going, hey, it's the same thing as last time, but, you know, you're going to buy it anyway because you're suckers. So they really wanted to sort of break the mould with Skyward Sword, and they did. And they came in with this really wild game that is very similar. Like, you see all of these elements in this game that they use in Breath of the Wild, but much, much better. You see all these elements being built here. And, yeah, it's it's it was... I think it would, they were trying to reach for the stars <laughs> and maybe didn't quite get all of the way there when they uh, executed it. So, look, I think what they've done now is, is a much better experience than what it was when it first released. Um, it's much more widely received as well because people actually have switches and not a lot of people had Wii's or at the time of release, people were weaning off the Wii's and going to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's they they kind of I think released it in the wrong window, but now they've got a good time where it's it's got people excited about playing Zelda games again, and it is a really full experience. So highly recommend giving it a look if you haven't played it already. If you had any sort of inkling of uh, any like for Breath of the Wild, this is the origins of that. It's nowhere near as pretty. Um, it's probably just as well written, but in a different story. There's some crazy characters. There's lots of different puzzles and things to check out. It's worth it just for the novelty, I think, alone. So, um, would you so say yeah. if you're not, if you are a big Zelda fan, of course, you know, you'd, any big Zelda fan has already got themselves a copy of this. But if you're not a <laughs> Zelda fan, would you recommend it? Look, I think that's the thing, right? Like, if I'm if I'm going to say to anybody, go and play a really good Zelda game, go and play Breath of the Wild, like that is the much better fully finished and realized version of skyward sword so i think skyward sword is always a nice one to go back to to say hey this is where they come from and here's some really cool things that they tried Mm. and there's a reason like you know that they've made you know breath of the wild and they haven't gone hey we're going to give you motion controllers for your joy cons because it's not a very good practical idea and it doesn't mean that i can like I can't sit down on you know a bus or on the couch and play this game. You have, most of the time, you actually have to stand up, and it doesn't make it a really practical experience for you know playing a, a video game that as that is as long as this one is. So I'd, I'd recommend this only to people who've probably played other games before in the Zelda franchise and haven't given this the full go. Um, look, previously it had been given let's say, mediocre scores as far as reviews are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, now is uh, is receiving much, much stronger scores as far as reviews go from a uh, wider audience. So I think it's, yeah, it's a fully realised version of what they wanted to do in the first place. And that's the thing as well, because, like, you know, this game originally did come out on the Wii. Uh, it is now yep. the Switch, which is two generations later. The motion controls, yep. of course, are a lot more responsive and better than the Wii. Um, yep. So... Yeah, it's, it's even still yeah. though. Even still, like I had some times where it was like really hard. To, like it, it specifically wants you to make one set of movements, and if you're just slightly off or you're slightly on a different angle, it won't do what you need it to. And it's just really frustrating not to be able to you know have it work the exact way every time. Right. Okay. But so yeah, there's there's a couple of like puzzles and things like that where you need to like say slice uh, slice some wood or uh, slice your sword on like a diagonal, and it, you can either do it from up or down, like going either way, it doesn't matter as long as you get the right angle for it. And unless you hit the exact right angle, this sort of forty five degree angle, it won't work. <laughs> so it's you know if you're at say forty degrees or fifty degrees. It's just like the angle doesn't register, so it's just these little variations that are really frustrating to um, to try. And you end up like swinging your arm around and yeah, you know, <laughs> holding on to the Joy-Con for dear fucking life, so you don't throw it through your television. You just really like yeah, you know, it is an experience that can be quite frustrating when you're looking at motion controls. So they've, if they'd got that part right, it might have been more fun. Did uh, did Little Fuzz give this a look as well? Um, he has not because he's been playing a lot of other stuff. He's he's stuck on Ratchet and Clank at the moment. So, oh, okay. um, which is, if anyone's like 
go loves Ratchet and Clank and has a PS5, you should be playing that game because it's fucking great. It's real. It's a trip. Um, so it's yeah, definitely a fun experience. Uh, I think this one is is definitely again for those Zelda aficionados who are completionists who like the entire experience. This is the game for you. Yeah, but uh, score wise, fuzzy. Score-wise, look, I will give this one a reasonable score. Look, let's just say this is a... I'm, I'm going to say this is this is four out of five because it is it is so strong in a lot of elements. It introduces a lot of things. It does things really, really well. And, but there is just... It's really hard to give it a 3.5 because I just think that's just not good enough for this game and for what it does. It's so bold and big and beautiful that I kind of love it for at least trying. Um, and because of the, the like, just the depth of the experience, even all of the, despite all of the shit that I had with it, um, I, I think it's still a really awesome game. So, um, yeah, I think this is a four out of five. Ooh, not too bad. Yeah. Well, we've now come on to my review, and um, <laughs> it is one of those games that is... is <sighs> Look, this week I'm talking about Samurai Warriors 5. Um, okay. If you're not aware of what Warriors games are or Musou games are, they are basically somewhat, not, I wouldn't say open world, but open sandboxy castle battle arena area levels. And you, it's essentially it's a one versus 1,000 situation. You play as a hero, uh, depending on what warrior game you're playing, could be dynasty warriors it could be hyrule warriors which is the legend of zelda version of the game um but you play as a hero and you need to you know defend your army attack the enemy army defend you know whatever it might be and there's thousands upon thousands of cannon fighter in the way that go down after about two hits and it's just this big over the top but also switching your brain off style game um if you've never played them before they're kind of cool and kind of fun if you have played them before every game is exactly the same except (laughs) except the skin um, that so, was going to be my first question. I was like, how was, you know, what, what the fuck is it? Sam- Samurai Warriors? Which Warriors is this? Yeah, so this one is Samurai Warriors 5. So, Samurai Warriors, okay. Um, so how was Samurai Warriors 1 through 4? <laughs> I assume they're exactly the same as Dynasty Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, Gundam Warriors, and uh, I think there was another one that I can't remember. Didn't uh, they do like a, a, a Transformers one? They did Gundam Warriors. Oh, Gundam War. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, the, yeah, these these games are exactly the same. They literally just change the the either the time era or, of course, the location or the dynasty or the the universe or, or world that it's set in. But it is exactly the same game where you know different characters have different abilities. So in the Hyrule Warriors, you can obviously play as Link, but you can play as Sheik or Sh- Sheik Shriek. Uh, you can play as <laughs> the, the- Shaking Shriek. The Shrieking Cheek. Take two. Um, You can also play as uh, other Legend of Zelda characters that have their own abilities. I think in the Switch version, you can play as Ganondorf, and that's pretty fucking cool. Um, But, like, each character has different weapons, different fighting styles, stuff like that, but it's basically the same game. Um, This game is Samurai Warriors, and you play as Samurai. Um, If you played Ghost of Tsushima and you want to continue your Samurai journey, probably not the best mm-hmm. game to look at because it is literally a giant hack slash it's not very samurai um yeah. it's it's sort of like and I've, I've seen people make these comparisons as well and, and and that's one of the things i want to admit warrior games are exactly the same they they change the skin over the top of them and they put them out they're 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 more they're, you know pending on releases they can come out you know that this company that does them because it's one company that does warrior games they can release say like two or three of these a year and they literally just copy paste change the skin off we go it's it's basically like a call of duty game but i will say these are more fun than call of duty at least um oh, look to be fair like i think there are like call of duty has a as a formula to their games and they you know rehash a bunch of stuff but they do bring out some fairly different things each time yeah like it's it, it's yeah. it's yeah well i don't like call of duty um <laughs> let's 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 not argue the point over <laughs> over one of those activision games right now yes, I, i'm not going to be standing for activision at the moment <laughs> no um but it is if you uh if you enjoy playing video games to simply be able to turn your brain off and just smash away at the screen it's a button bash open action sort of style game where you command forces not necessarily over the top command forces but you know 
you know, you're a lieutenant of an army and you charge with your army and going and stuff like that. Imagine the scene from Lord of the Rings, you know, doesn't matter what scene it is, if it's a big battle scene, it's basically that. But uh, instead of, you know, Aragorn slicing two or three Uruks and getting pretty tired and having to block and defend, it's one slice from Aragorn's sword takes out maybe 10, 12 Uruks at the same time and you can just constantly wail away without having to worry about stamina. Um, the problem I'm... I'm uh, well, I'll get to negatives in a second. It is... It's a Warriors game, so if you like Warriors games and you know what you like, this game's great for you. Um, they've updated the graphics in this game because it is samurai, it's, it's in Japan, so they made the art style a little bit more that traditional Japanese sort of paint art style, a little bit like Borderlands. So Borderlands got that sort of um, cell shade color pop, but they've yep. they've sort of made it that Japanese, traditional Japanese style, so it's, it's, it's quite cool what they've done. Um... The weapons are over the top. The characters are over the top. If you've played these games, you know what you're doing. If you haven't played these games after 10 to 15 minutes, you've, you'll, you'll know what you're doing because they're very simple. Um, <laughs> there, there, there really is a really simple system to them, right? Yeah. Like it and, just, and, yeah. and that's the that's the great thing with these games. And I think it's all necessarily pending the genre, pens on mm. if you like it or not. So I like Dynasty Warriors for the fact that I can, pending the Dynasty Warriors game... I can create my own character and my own army and then I can take out, you know, historical figures and shit like that as my own army and the own colour scheme that I, I can customise the living shit out of it. And I let's, can Let's say historical with big inverted commas. Big inverted <laughs> commas, yeah, yeah, but like it's, you know, it's, it's supposed to be somewhat, you know, fake historical, but it's like uh, Total War, how you take on different factions and you have your own resources and army and yeah. stuff. It's like, if you take on this guy now, there's a 30% chance you'll lose, but you still do it and all that sort of stuff like that. Hyrule Warriors I like because it's the music from Zelda, it's the characters from Zelda, but it's not a Zelda game. So it's just yeah. fun, turn it on, plug it in, off I go, I'm, I'm having fun, I don't really care. With Samurai Warriors, it's hard or harder for me to get into, or was harder for me to get into, because I don't see Samurai running around like with giant comical Samurai swords slashing away and not really acting like Samurai. It, the big old uh, Naginata, the big, <laughs> like the double-sized samurai sword. It's, it's, it's basically Sephiroth's sword from Final Fantasy VII. It's a big yeah. fucking sword. And after he yeah. does his special attack, he fake puts it in a sheath that he doesn't have on him, and then he immediately <laughs> has it back on his shoulder. Um, yeah, it's this game is a, is a big copy paste from previous Dynasty Warrior, uh, Warrior games. Um, yeah, some people who are Samurai Warrior fans will be loving this, and they'll be hating me, and that's fine because we all like the games that we like. As a Warriors <laughs> fan, I enjoyed it, but as like I like Dynasty Warriors and Hyrule Warriors, it wasn't a game that kept my attention because there's this cutscenes in this game that go for you know five minutes and you know being Japanese it's all subbed and dubbed uh, uh, not not dubbed but subbed sorry um, and which I'm which I'm fine with because most of the games like normally um, with the Dynasty Warriors games they're all set in China so they're all in Chinese language with uh, Chinese voice actors and it's all you know subtitled in, in English that's totally fine that's part of the style yeah, yeah of, course, games, of course of course yeah but it's it's the cutscenes are, I wouldn't say rough, but like they're quite new to actually creating cutscenes rather than just still images coming up with text over the top. So they're not very fluid. Like they're yeah. they're, they're fine, but like if you got a, a Dragon Ball game or a Naruto game or there's a there's a One Piece Warriors game that came out. That's right. There's yep. One Piece Warriors that I reviewed last year. That oh, game. Like it actually wasn't bad. I know a little bit about One Piece, but not bad. But I think it's all you'll like the Warriors games if you know the 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 genre, the setting that they've picked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, this Warriors game was it was weird, man. Like it's 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 a Warriors game. Don't get me wrong. But then you'd go to fight this boss, and then a cutscene would come up, and you'd have this like traditional sort of beautiful like there's war around you. There's you and the lead boss. You're taunting each other, and you're pulling out these giant samurai swords, and you're doing the it's basically like Lucy Liu versus Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, right? But imagine there's a war around you. So you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. This, is, this is setting up to be a fight. The cutscene ends, you're exactly where you were before the cutscene ends. You're not in the same environment and the enemy's just right in front of you. And you went, hang on, wait, I was in a big field. Why am I just inside this castle again? And yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. It's also, it's still got these old mechanics of if, it, you know, the game deliberately puts you into paths, like you have to go down this corridor. You can't jump over this, you know, two foot high fence, even though you can jump eight feet. No, that's an yeah. invisible wall there. You can't go past that. <laughs> and 
you know, that was good for Dynasty Warriors 2 on PlayStation 2, but I think it's like, okay, you can keep the formula of a Muso Warriors game, but you need to start changing things of Invisible Wars are bullshit, dude. Like, yeah, there's... If you want to see what this game looks like, of course, I have done a video of it, so you go check it out if you want. But it's... If you know if you know what a Warriors game is and you like Japanese samurai, this thing might be up your alley. If you like Dynasty Warriors, if you like creating your own character, if you like Hyrule Warriors, you can't create your own samurai in this, which at first I was like, mm, that would have gotten me on board. I don't care for the character I'm playing as or the characters I'm playing as. I don't want yeah. to be this little tweenager uh, with two samurai swords. I want to make my own <laughs> dude that looks fucking sick. But nah. yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah. I, I think the the, the pre-designed stuff, uh, nature of those games, makes it a little bit hard. Like they don't really. There's some options for customization, but it tends to be just weapon types and like it's power just, ups yeah, and it's just like it's, you yeah. know this this samurai sword gives you plus two attack or whatever it is. And there yeah, are those this, small yeah. mini game things like you can find weapons and gold in the battlefield. Then you can buy weapons or you can sell weapons or further upgrade and all that sort of stuff like that. Yeah, but they add no substance to the game i i feel yeah. like this it's it's a warriors game and don't get me wrong warriors games are warriors games but if you're not interested in the time setting or the the genre of the setting then it's just it's not yeah. necessarily going to be up your alley you may absolutely I think one of the, love it but yeah i think one of my favorite versions of it they used was basically required rather than you running around being a complete ba- a badass it required you to build up your bodyguard and like yeah you know, each it was kind of uh, each battle you would collect you know weapons and gear and stuff like that yeah. and allow them to like sort of gear up and become more beastly so that you could then be a badass after that but yeah. like that that was kind of cool like because it added a little bit more depth to it yeah. it wasn't you know there was still the hack and slash gameplay of it but it, it just added that extra feature in there and it seems like they've done away with those things completely because people just want to be you know, bombarded with rock music and um, oh, yeah. Yeah, just to, to press like literally two to three buttons maybe that's it for the entirety of their gameplay like if you're doing more than two buttons you're probably overplaying the game <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think it was Dynasty Warriors 6 Empires. I had it on my 360. I got it as a birthday gift. I sank an unnatural amount of time into that. I made <laughs> my character. I made my own personal bodyguard who was my character's best friend. And then I made fucking this and I made fucking this. And I had them own as generals in my army defending certain regions. And, like, yeah. it got to the point in this Dynasty Warriors game, I was like, oh, your best, you know, I can't remember what the fuck I called him. It was like, your best friend's army's under attack. And I'm like, I'm going to let the AI sort it because he has strength 100. His speed is slow, but he's a fucking hefty fucker. And yeah. it was, it's, yeah. Um, Score-wise, it's a little hard for this one. If you are a Dynasty Warriors or you are a Warriors fan, this is easy, a 3.5. If you, at least, if you are a, if you love Ghost of Tsushima and you love Warrior games, this is fucking right up your alley. Um, yeah. If you like Warriors games, though, like I do, but the setting just didn't work in the style of a Warrior game, I'm giving it a 3 out of 5. Um, yep. Yeah, no, however, fair. this is the game that's made me go, Ghost of Tsushima, I am now looking in your direction. <laughs> um, because it's like it, it had me entertained and it had me going fuck yeah but it also had me going like i miss some of the you know i miss being able to create my own character like that's 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 a big deal for me you know i miss being able to actually you know care about the characters i'm playing as and choose my weapons and all that sort of stuff like that where this is you're you're basically funneled into certain characters for the story mode and then you unlock characters as you play them in the story mode where it's like uh, like yeah there's 27 characters or so in this game but it's like I would rather create my own rather than play as the exact same character weapon style of, you know, some yeah. kid or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's it. Samurai Warriors 5. <laughs> it's out uh, the early August uh, in stores. Digitally, it is available now. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, no physical copies just yet. Uh, physical, yeah, physical copies of maybe, I think, next week, I think. Uh, like, 5th okay. of August, I think, off the top of my head. But uh, yep. digitally, it is available now. So, if uh, if you do love Muso Warrior games, and you've finished Hyrule Warriors and Dynasty Warriors so many times over, then, you know, Samurai Warriors is your next one to go to. <laughs> you can keep playing the same sort of game in another label. You can spend more money to play the exact same game. With a bigger sword. <laughs> Big swords. There we go. Thank you very much for that, Dirty. It sounds like you've had... A time. <laughs> it's uh, it's 
Look, uh, I, I don't get me wrong. Like, I got the email saying, you know, would you like to play Samurai Wars? I'm like, it's a fucking Warriors game. I'm all on board for this. If they made a Justice League Warriors game, that would be fucking dope. Like, take they, all, they already like, did. They or, already did. It's called or, Marvel Avengers. Or, 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 like, if they made a Marvel one and you take on Skrulls or robots, but like, it's just a Warriors game where you play as a, like superheroes, or or fucking if they made a if they made a horror one, or you know, it's all pending the genre. I think is the big deal with these games and there hasn't yeah. been a samurai warriors game like this is five i think the last one came out in like 2014 so people are yeah. hungry for samurai warriors um it's yeah and it i've just, seen people just being, put the a uh, nice coat on it nice skin over the top of it and it, it makes a big difference right well like I've, I've seen people argue on the internet being like well racing games are exactly the same well, i'm like well actually they're not there's different cars that handle differently there's different tracks that treat the cars differently like don't get me wrong there's different levels in this game but it literally just changes the direction to which you're funneled like it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's somewhat open but it's, it is the same game at its core and fighting I, games i'm sure there are, are different as well. I, i'm i'm sure there's arguments for that like you know the sports annual releases the racing ones all the rest yeah, of it like yeah. there, there are arguments to say that the gradual improvements are very hard to see from a, a a layperson's perspective if you're coming in without having played the previous few it may not make as much sense but you know it's one of those things you look back in, in hindsight and you go right i'm playing this game now and then you go back and play one of the older games you go holy shit okay i can see there's definite improvements but for some some games, there's there's only so far you can go with two buttons. <laughs> I mean, and, and it definitely it definitely works for uh, you know, the developers and, and Omega Force and all that sort of stuff who work on these games because it's like we don't need to change much beside the skin and it does fine. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Well, look, um, that's it for us this week. We do have an extra special review though, and it's not going to be from us though. It's uh, it's Davo from, uh, of course, our good friend Super Movie Bros, talking about Knockout City. Now, Fuzzy, I think we did, you know, talk about this as a news topic not too long ago. It's dodgeball. Uh, it's it's a you know, it's third person dodgeball game that's available now on Game Pass, and I think it's like maybe twenty or thirty bucks on Steam. Sure, um, I I think we might have joked about who would actually buy and play this game, and Davo did. <laughs> Seems like we've answered that question. <laughs> it's uh, it, yeah. So so Davo did get it, of course, uh, through Game Pass, um, yep. due to sort of the the partnership with EA going on, and yep. um, it's surprisingly, it's 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 actually sounds pretty fucking good. <laughs> okay, well don't spoil it. No, we'll let uh, we'll let Davo talk in his own words right now. Um, so let's sign off. Let's de- let Davo do it. It's been it for me, Fuzzy Dan, reminding you that um, if it's not the end of the show, um, you should continue to listen. And this is duty reminding you to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and listen to, yes, listen to, welcome to this very little special clip that we've got. Uh, I am chatting to my mate Davo from Super Movie Bros. Hello. Hello. We play lots of video games together. We generally play a lot of Siege, and uh, we've done random Avengers bouts, and we've done shit DC Universe Online and Star Wars Old Republic, and lots of random, random games. But you've been playing something that you've been wanting me to take a look at and get on board to. It is on Game Pass. What is it, David? Yeah, so I've been playing uh, EA announced during E3 that they had this knockout city, and they did the thing that, that everyone loves at E3 when they go, and it's available now. <laughs> and everyone goes, oh, it's available now. We're so happy. Uh, so Knockout City is essentially dodgeball. And they're adding you know, different maps. So you have this entire map to play with. And you have to hit each of the opposing... Uh, of the opposing team twice to knock them out. Now, the other opposing team will have the opportunity to catch the ball, and there are some little nuances that you can add to it. Like, you can add some flourish to your throws. If you do a jump and a flip at the same time, your ball will do a dip, and then it'll flip up and hit the opponent. So they 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 don't know when to time their catch. It's kind of like a sinker ball. You can also do like a curve ball where you do it and you do a spin at the same time and your ball will kind of do a a hook as it's going in so they're not quite sure when to catch it because your opposing team can catch the ball and that it doesn't hurt you for them to catch it, but now they have a ball and that's dangerous. So they they they've been adding different things online where you can do two on twos where it's three teams of 
2v2, or you can have uh, two teams of 3v3. Uh, that's the way it is right now, and I believe there are six maps total, I want to say. At least I've played six maps, I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's, honestly, when I looked at the art design, which is very Fortnite-y, like, it is very cartoony. I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this. But once I got into it and I was playing with my friend uh, Dylan from the Beard Brothers podcast, I've been having a fun time at it. There's a bit of a learning curve. However, they do a great tutorial uh, session where like, if you just do the first tutorial, you, you'll be fine. You can jump into a game and you can learn as you go. Or you could do all the tutorials and you can kind of become a bit of a master at it once you get into it. Uh, I think this is one of those games that... I'm not sure if it'll be quite like the level of like Rocket League and stuff like that, but I think this has legs. I think that that this is a game that you will see for a time that people it, it's fun to jump in and play like two or three matches and then bounce out. It's really only fun if you're playing with friends, though. This is not a solo queue type game, um, and that's something like I, I would really encourage you to be playing with friends over your Discord or over over your game chat. It is cross play. I play on PS5. We have a few people who come in play on the PC. And um, I'm sorry, no, I actually play this on Xbox because that's where my EA Game Pass is through, through my Xbox Game Pass. So um, if I play with Duty, he'll be playing through his Xbox as well. But friends from PS5 and from PC can jump in and play as well. So are there, with this as well, do you create your own character? Do you play as characters that are in the game? Are there, are, are there balls like weapon pickups? Like when you play Gears of War, you can go up and pick up the sniper rifle. Or are there, you, each team starts with a certain amount of balls and they're the only balls in rotation. So balls are kind of just littered throughout the map. Uh, but as far as character customization goes, you have about like three or four bases that you can start from, but you can choose different heads, different hair sets, uh, different outfits. You unlock different outfits and stuff through gameplay, just like you would with like Siege and Tears and stuff like that. Um, they haven't started doing season passes or anything like that quite yet, but I do see that in this game's future. So it won't be required for you to enjoy the game. However, if you are those people that really like dig a skin, then you know you're gonna have to purchase it, um, or you're gonna have to play to get it. Uh, there there are different ball types. So there are just your regular dodgeball, which has like a, a speedometer in the center of it. You can charge it up and you can throw it, and it'll go really hard. It'll go faster. It'll be harder from the catch. Or there'll be a cage ball, which has a police siren on it. You can catch an enemy in the cage, pick it up, and then throw it off the map, which will give you a kill. Um, and they have the opportunity to roll away from you when in that cage ball, though. So it's going to be a little hard to catch them. Uh, there's also bomb balls, which the second you pick them up, they start counting down. So you have to time it just right to throw it at your enemies, and it'll blow up like a mine. There's also multi balls, which is essentially you pick it up, and when you pick one up, you have now three throws with that same ball. Um, they they have the opportunity to catch them. However, you can rapid fire throw them at them, and they, they more than likely won't be able to catch them. Uh, and then, of course, there's a sniper ball, which is a football shaped like an American football. And you can charge that up and it'll give you a essentially a red dot sight, a laser pointer. Then you can pick out your enemy, chuck it at them. And uh, that can still be caught. But again, it's far more difficult to catch it. And then, of course, if you have no ball, but your your enemy has all the balls, you can then as a character press uh, one of your bumpers, roll yourself into a ball, and then your teammate can throw you. They can charge you up, turn you into a bomb, throw you up in the (laughs) air, and you can, from an aerial view, pick out your enemies and try to drop down on them and explode and take all three of them or four or or however many of them are out at once with an explosion from yourself. So it's there's 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 a it's one of these games where it's like it's new and i see a lot of potential for it in the future but the gameplay itself is just simple enough that anyone can pick it up but just robust enough that you can get yourself into some matches with some people who could really tear you apart which i like because it means anybody can anybody can play long enough and get those skills Right, and uh, you did also say as well. It's on. It's on Game Pass. It is crossplay, uh, and shit. I don't really think there's anything else besides that. Is there any negative things that you don't like about it? Uh, the art style, first off, like the Fortnite type <laughs> art style. I'm not a fan. Fortnite of. Over- Overwatch. No, I mean, I'll be honest. I I don't know if I would like you know a Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> 
like, you know, like a character like that, like all big and burly, like I'm going to throw this, throw this ball at you. I don't know. I don't know if that's what, what I'm really looking for. Um, I, I, I think like also negatives again, like I said, there is a learning curve to this game. I picked it up probably about two weeks after some of the friends that I've been playing with have picked it up, and uh, they're they are already far better than I am. They know little nuances about it. They they know the maps a little bit better, um, and I, I don't like that the environment is also your enemy in this game. So there's there's several maps where there's something like a train that'll come and hit you, um, and there's there's also other maps where cars will hit you. Now the train will kill you, insta kill you, but the cars won't. But they will knock you down which someone can beam you with the ball at that point. I don't think for this type of game that that stuff is is quite necessary. I also think that uh, sometimes the mechanics are not as smooth as they could be with throwing. I've gone several times, and I've held down my my uh, my, my R2 trigger and to charge up the ball, and I pump fake it, right? Like I lose my lock, even though the guy's right there in front of me. And I go, I, I go to pull it up, and I go to charge it, and all of a sudden I stop charging it, and I don't understand why. It's not the controller. The you know, controller works fine on every other game, so it, it can't be that. So there, there are some like little little bugs like that that I find, and I'm like, I wish that we we could tweak it, and we could, you know, it, it could be a little bit more solid in that respect. But as far as it goes, it's a really fun time waster. You know, it's almost like a mobile game in that way, where it's like if I am waiting. To, for a friend to jump on me and another friend can jump into knockout city like if i if i was waiting for you for siege and we actually had like a team of five that we were jumping into and there were there were three of us waiting for other people this would be a great game to jump in and play two or three rounds while we wait because rounds are quick they don't take a whole lot of time uh one of the things i forgot to mention was if you get knocked off the map you can use a hand glider that is in your backpack uh to fly back onto the map as long as there's high enough winds otherwise you're just going to slowly float to the ground and die Uh, it looks yeah it does it does look very zany and stuff like that as well so like uh, yeah i am currently taking a look at what it looks like now and it actually looks like it could be a fuckload of fun just as a simple pickup play thing like nothing you take serious Something exactly like overcooked or uh, uh moving out and stuff like that yeah uh it's a hundred percent like that a hundred percent where and again like 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 a lot of people treat rocket league where it's like you know i'm just gonna jump into rocket league i'm gonna play a few i'm gonna play a few matches i'm gonna play a few rounds and 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 that's it. It's 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 a nice time waster. If you if if you're like me and you have kids and you just want to get in like 20 minutes, half hour of gaming where you can, this is a nice place to do it. And it's and it's it gets really competitive and like we're cursing all the time. Like we we get pissed off a lot where we're like fuck that. I fucking caught that ball. This motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, fucking hunt this bitch down. Let's take him out. You know, it's you get really competitive with it. Uh, <laughs> So, I, I'm really enjoying it, man. I, I think you know the the barrier for entry is low. If you have Xbox Game Pass, you already have EA Play, and and it's available for you. Um, if you're on PS5, I, I believe it's it's pretty cheap. I believe it's in the twenty to thirty dollar range, US dollars. So for you guys, it would probably be thirty to forty dollar game. Um, so I'm not quite sure if I would pay that unless you already have EA Play. Yeah, I can I can say it's on uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass. It is not on console Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you will not be able to get it on uh, on the PC, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. So you can only get it on the console. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And, but, and that's uh, where I play. I play on my Xbox, uh, which is you know it's not quite Duty's Xbox. It's an Xbox One, <laughs> which is which is still Day One Edition Xbox One. <laughs> Still, hey, it still does the job. So that's still fine. kicking, still kicking. Load times are there. There are times because of my load times because it's an older machine where matches are starting and I'm kind of just getting in. So, but that that's a me ah, that's problem. A that's not a game problem. And uh, if you had to give this a score out of five, of course, what would you give it? I think right now in its current state, it's really fun. Uh, I think that the potential for it to get better and to get really competitive and to add like the season tiers and stuff like that that we see with a lot of these games as a service type games that have been coming out. Um, I, I think I think the potential is there for it to be much higher. But I would give it right now. I would give it a three point five out of five. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun playing with my friend Dylan and and some of his friends that that we we, we have a gaming group that we jump in and play. Where you know we're, we're all relatively in the same time zone. I don't I, we're not we're not at a sixteen hour difference like you and I. 
<laughs> it, uh, it does get in the way sometimes. But if you got it, uh, we th- got you know we, we got someone else. Like I, I would love to see G Man, like someone who's good at like first person shooters, jumping into this. It there seems to be a correlation between like people who are good at first person shooters and being good at this game, even though it's third person and over the shoulder. Um, there there is an aiming mechanic that uh, it can be tough to to tie down at times. So I I, I really think that that we can have some fun jumping in and playing this one. Well, I do need something else to, to review shortly, so I might download it on my Xbox now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, of course, you are part of, uh, and it, to to Paul and Wayne's uh, unfortunate chagrin, you're my you're my favorite podcast Yay! that I listen to. Uh, uh, what is it? Where where can we find it? What is it called? So uh, the show is Super Movie Bros. We review movies. We talk about current movie news uh trailer breakdowns all that good stuff go through what we've been watching this week try to bring it to you in a in a review way like like most of your rotten tomatoes uh reviewers do but we also like to make it fun uh it's definitely adult themed so do not listen with children and uh it's super movie bros podcast you can catch us on any podcasters that's b-r-o-s not brothers so super movie bros Of course, they've got a fantastic Patreon feed. Uh, One of my favorite episodes on there that you can go back and listen to at any time is uh, Bad Dating Stories. So I think you need to pay like minimum a dollar, I think it is, for your Patreon feed. Just a dollar a month and you get get, get the new episode. Me and Jay do a pre-roll recording every single time. Uh, It just gets the juices flowing. But it's really me and Jay not talking about movies, just shooting the shit, going as, you know, just just getting wacky, zany. And sometimes we just tell tell crazy stories. So my bad date story is probably one of our highest commented episodes but uh our most recent one was just me and jay talking about our worst exes um before we get into reviewing movies and stuff like that so it's the type of stuff that like we would never say to a general audience who where it lives online forever but on our patreon for our patreon listeners they can hear this stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's good stuff and it's well it's well worth my uh hard-earned dollar dues. uh well David, thank you very much for talking about Knockout City. I'm actually going to install it now once I finish doing uh, what it is I'm doing at the moment. But it looks like fun. It looks like uh, it does look very Fortnite versus uh, Overwatch in its art style. But if you can customize characters, you know I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, y- you you can. Uh, they, they don't give you different skills, but they just give you different skins, which I like, right? Because because that means it's not pay to win in any way, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, man. All right, well, that's going to do it for this little tidbits uh, that we're adding into the normal episode of Noob. So uh, we'll be hopefully back next week uh, talking about more. But uh, until then, if, if you haven't heard from us, go check out Super Movie Bros. They're great. Adios.